Jan, how are you? Hi, thank you. You know, we have been dealing with the internet and get a stable line. <laughs> so it's it's interesting because today we will talk about perfection. <laughs> and <laughs> do you think that life, your life is perfect <laughs> just now? <laughs> I think uh, that definition might change from person to person, time to time, but I want to be very grateful and say yes. I mean, I am very grateful for many things I have. Of course, we have small imperfections here and there which is fine. And at this age and stage in life, I think it's easier to say it was not as easy in the beginning of our, you know, journey as adults, uh, career uh, or career women or leaders, let me say. But that's what we will talk about today. Yes. And I, I, I want to ask you a lot of questions about perfection. Because when I was younger, I put a big, huge pressure on myself. I wanted to be the top of the class at school, faultless on the job, teen, well-dressed, and I can continue this list. It could be a very long list. I don't know if you put the same pressure on yourself, but I think that I challenged my, myself for years. And I really, today, I really don't know why, why I did this to myself. And nothing I did was good enough. Nobody else was criticizing me. I was the most awful critic for myself. And today I regret, I really regret that I didn't give myself, myself the right to make more mistakes. So what do you think about it? Did you do the same things or... Were you more relaxed than me? How was it when you were younger? Yeah, I think first of all, uh, there is an effect of age and experience in relaxing and the life experiences you have in relaxing that pressure. But still, you know, if you have high standards, you will always have high standards. Uh, and also, if you are curious, you will learn new things and you will be new in a field and then you would like to be perfect in that new field. So you will always feel that gap if you have such standards. So I don't think it's totally out of our way, even if we are mature and experienced. But in the earlier stages, definitely, you know, uh, for young girls, it starts with the body image. Uh, you want to look good. You want to be in good shape and looking good. And then as you become career, uh, you know, uh, women, you would like to really do your best and lead the way. Um, then having a, a life, a family life, you know, being the wife, uh, mother, uh, also the daughter uh, of the family, you know, there are many responsibilities and we take one by one and we want to do all of them in the best fashion. And therefore, this, the famous superwoman concept, I think, was discussed a lot. Um, but after, I think, the second and the third responsibility coming on top of each other, you start feeling that it's not possible to be perfect in everything, because otherwise you will lose your health or you will somehow uh, damage yourself and others around you. So you start really thinking about that either with some unfortunate events, like you are sick, basically, and you can't take care of anything. And that's a waking moment. Or 
you see situations like that it doesn't have to be for yourself but then you really wake up and say you know i have to take care of myself and certain things may not be perfect you know what when i was pregnant uh, it was this big first war in kuwait uh, in 1990 and the doctor asked me to go home and to lie down and i said no it's not possible I am working for TV broadcast, TV news, and we don't go home and lie down. He said, okay, you will lose your, your baby. And you know what was my reply? I said, okay, if this baby wants to come into my life, he will find a way. The doctor was really upset. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> wow. Okay. But finally, I went home and I had yeah. to stop working for months uh, because it wasn't an easy pregnancy. But at the beginning, it was like I had to be at work. I had to be there. Mm -hmm. It wasn't even possible to stay home when my colleagues were working like crazy people. And it took me weeks and weeks to understand that my baby, that my situation as a pregnant woman could be more important <laughs> than my work, than my job, my career, but it wasn't an easy a moment. I totally get it. I think at the end, uh... Maybe that's the pressure of, you know, doing all in the same way, uh, in the perfect fashion. But as I said, some unfortunate situations make you think and stop. Uh, but even if not, I think you learn with the kids most of the time, you know, <laughs> things may not always work well. You know, you are in your maybe office uh, dress in the past. Of course, we had the office dresses, not anymore. I think we are just working from home most of the time, but then you are you are just ready to go in the morning then with the baby you might have a moment and you have to change everything and you know i mean you learn not to be upset that's the reality of life so there's a lot of education with the with our children i think these days we talk a lot about meditation reflection um, cooling down calming down because there's a lot of mental uh, pressure uh, especially after the pandemic but before that these things were not even discussed. I think meditating was not something like you would be talking freely at work. Now it's definitely something you want to talk and show people that it's good. It's good for your health. So that's a big improvement, I should say, also in the lives of people, uh, especially when you juggle many responsibilities, men or women. I think that's that's a good thing. But it's not easy. It's not easy to change everything in your life. Uh, to rush and run less uh, when you are a perfectionist. Uh, and women, I don't know why they strike, we strike to be perfect. And we are really harsh critics of ourselves. How can we change this? I think we need a support system, in my opinion, to really understand how much pressure we put. And when we hear about our performance in certain areas from others, it's very much confirming uh, 
giving more confidence. I remember, you know, uh, going abroad from my home home country and hometown. There was a big job in Asia Pacific, and I think I got that confidence from my manager and from the company, the system that I can go and do it. I mean, I definitely had the confidence, but somebody had to kind of insist and confirm that you are the perfect candidate. And some people, especially who can be very honest with you in terms of, you know, you are great, but sometimes they will also say, why don't you look at this way to the problem or change this? I mean, like the positive, uh, let's say constructive criticism, whatever. I think those relationships are essential for us to feel, I think, more relaxed, supported, put less pressure on ourselves. Uh, and succeed, I think, happily, succeed happily. I have another question for you. Uh, when I was managing teams, I was always surprised by the way the female, my female colleagues, younger ones, needed not only more support, but also most, more confirmation. I think because you want to be perfect, you want to tick every box and you know in the job applications also there is a lot of research that if you are not 100 percent sure you wouldn't apply to some you know big jobs while uh, it might be otherwise for men if they are 60 percent you know uh, ticking the boxes they will be fine because there is a learning curve and i think we should have that freedom also uh, when you become a general manager for example there is no way you will know all the functions reporting to you I mean, I didn't uh, know IT as much as an IT person. I didn't know finance as much as an IT, uh, finance person, but I had marketing, sales, and HR background. And then the rest, it was more about leadership, strategy, vision. So in that case, I think you have to trust the team, build the team, delegate, empower, and learn, of course, you know, curiosity is important, you learn, different functions and exposed to them. But we don't need to tick every box to be a good leader. We need good people in our teams to do a good job. Where and when do we, do we need more perfection? I mean, there are situations, definitely, big projects, uh, due diligence uh, situations, let's say, in mergers and acquisitions or reporting. Uh, let's say healthcare, if you're a doctor, I mean, as much as you can, the data, the analytics, uh, they are very important. But in most cases, even in business, we don't have always 100% data. I mean, depending on where you live, like US, I feel more comfortable, I can find most of the data needed for a decision. Um, but in developing markets, you have to be happy, for example, with 50%, 60% available data. But there are situations where you will do your best to get the most data, the facts, the analytics, and double, triple checking. If you are making, let's say, an application um, to the government, or if, if it's a legal transaction, or if it's a grant application, it matters. I mean, they will look at, uh, they will look and try to find mistakes, not to approve sometimes things. So yes, then you need a team and make sure all the experts do their best. 
but if you apply this logic to everything, uh, we will never be happy and relaxed and uh, take joy from life. Thank you. Thank you, Imran. It was, as always, it was really interesting and see you soon. See you. Bye-bye.